Hen Tishrei, Yud Tishrei, Tzadik, His Life, 11, 114. Afterward, during the evening following the fast, the Rebbe spoke in a characteristically light-hearted way about the people who had led the services on Yom Kippur. He drew the comparison with the Medal of Abraham, which had an old man and woman on one side and a youth and a maiden on the other. The opening prayers had been led by the father-in-law, and then Ne'ilah was led by his son-in-law. They had both prayed with their wives in mind, in order to gain their approval. The Rebbe then said that his own concern during the service had been with the problem of the landowner's efforts to take away the land agent's livelihood. If you only knew how the Satan sets himself in opposition to any holy endeavor, and tries to put obstacles in the way and create turmoil, this man got up to pray, and I pushed him aside. The man became furious with the Rebbe, and journeyed to the town of Shpala, where he denounced the Rebbe before Rebleib, the Shpala Zeda, until the latter started his great conflict with the Rebbe. It was then that the great opposition to the Rebbe started, and it reached the point where almost the entire town was opposed to him, the opposition and the suffering which the Rebbe had to endure are indescribable. It was like sitting on thorns for him. After Sukkot, the Shpalazeda came to Zlatopolia and spoke against the Rebbe with no restraints whatsoever, until he stirred up tremendous opposition against the Rebbe. Prior to this, the Shpalazeda had been very friendly to the Rebbe and had shown him great deference and respect. However, now the Rebbe had entered within about 20 kilometers of his own territory and had been roundly slandered by the man who had had to step down from the Yom Kippur prayers. This turned the Shpala into a formidable opponent. Eventually, the most unimaginable slanders were being fabricated against the Rebbe. But the Rebbe said he was obliged to stay there because it was the will of heaven. For his task there was to remedy the sin of Yeravam the son of Nevat, 1 Kings 12.25. The saintly Magid of Teravitsa, who was one of the Rebbe's followers, asked him why he had not sent him to Zlatopolia beforehand, so that he could have spoken to the leading figures in the town, who would then have welcomed him with due respect. The Rebbe replied, If I had wanted to wait, I would have entered Zlatopolia in a coach, with magnificent pomp and dignity, but I could not wait. I was obliged by heaven to enter. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Praises 16. The Rebbe's holy qualities were very apparent in his conquest of the universal desire, namely that of sex. He told us that he had had countless temptations. Still, he insisted that sex was not really all that much to be desired, and certainly not a difficult test to withstand. The Rebbe said, Any person, Jew and non-Jew alike, will not even think of sex as something much to be desired if he is truly wise. If one knows anatomy and understands bodily functions, he should be absolutely repulsed by this desire. He spoke at length, but unfortunately most of the discussion was forgotten. However, the general trend of his conversation was that the sexual act was ultimately repulsive. He emphasized this to such an extent that once he flatly stated, a man with even the smallest amount of true intelligence will not find this a temptation at all. 
There was a time in the Rebbe's youth when he had not yet subjugated this desire. At that time, he still had so many fearful sexual temptations that it is impossible to describe them in detail. In his youth, when his blood was literally burning, he experienced countless trials. He had many opportunities and was in great danger time and again. But he was a stalwart warrior and overcame every evil desire. In this way, he surmounted his temptations many times. Despite this, the Rebbe did not seek to avoid temptation. He actually wanted to be tested, and he prayed to God to set temptations before him. This shows how self-confident he was that he would not rebel against God. For he said, How can one sin and disobey God unless he is literally insane? But with just a little common sense, all temptations can be overcome. So firmly was the Rebbe's heart resolved toward God. Despite all this, the temptations were very real, and at the time, the Rebbe was in great peril. He would cry out to God again and again, until he was able to surmount this evil. Difficult as his trials were, the Rebbe still did not attempt to avoid them. Countless times he battled with his passions, until God helped him, and he was able to subjugate his impulse entirely. The Aleph Bet Book Love A. 9. When engaged in legation with a mute who refuses to reach a compromise, guarding against unwarranted hatred will bring him to settle with you. 10. A person who guards against swearing falsely will certainly not transgress the precept of not taking revenge nor bearing a grudge. Leviticus 19.18 11. Garlic increases love. 12. The merit earned by a person who serves God out of love stands as a lasting protection for 2,000 generations. 13. God is present wherever pacts and agreements are made. B. 1. When the earth's plant life reaches full size, there is love in the world. 2. The measure of a woman's love for her husband is in inverse proportion to the number of flies and gnats in their house. Also, from their love, we can tell whether the evil inclination's power over them has been weakened. Kitzer Lukute Moharan 1. Lesson number 4. 12. Through humility, one merits to shed his physicality and be included in the infinite. He also comes to know that everything that happens to him is for his benefit, which is a taste of the world to come. 13. The choice few of the greatest tzaddikim draw a glimmer of the light of the infinite into all those who draw close to them and who are included in their name. This explains why we see that sometimes a person is suddenly overcome with enthusiasm in the midst of his prayers and utters a few words of the prayers with great fervor. This is because God, out of his compassion for him, has opened to him the light of the infinite and shines for him. When a person sees this glimmer... Even though he does not see it, his mazal sees it. Megillah 3a. At once, his soul burns fervently to attach itself to the light of the infinite. As long as the revelation of the infinite lasts, and for all those words during which this light is opened up to him and shines for him, he says all these words with a cleaving to God, with self-transcendence, and with a nullification of all his sensory faculties. A person merits all this by means of the greatest of the true tzaddikim, because only they know about God, 
about the light of the infinite, and only they shine this lovely glimmer onto us, which each person experiences according to his own heart's understanding. Zohar 1, 103b 14. During the time that a person is nullified before the infinite, he is in the aspect of no man knew, Deuteronomy 34.6, referring to Moses' burial place, since even he himself is not aware of himself. But this state must be experienced by running and returning in order for a person to continue to exist as a being separate from God and not expire before his time, God forbid. For the Holy One, blessed is he, desires our service. Therefore, he must not remain in this state, but should wait until the time that the Holy One will himself come and take his soul when he passes away. Then he will be completely nullified and absorbed in the infinite to whatever degree that he merits. 15. Through a person's cleaving to the infinite by running and returning, so that he is not nullified completely, Then afterward, when he returns to his own consciousness and to his own state of separateness from God, there still remains in him a remnant of the wondrous light of this state of attachment. This remnant then shows to the person's conscious mind the unity and goodness of the infinite, so that he knows that everything is good and everything is one. This awareness is a taste of the world to come, and a person merits all this by confessing before the true Torah scholar. 16. When a Jew is awakened to repentance because he senses some small spiritual impurity that distracts him during his prayers and devotions, his repentance causes those Jews who are completely wicked and who have left the fold of the Jewish people as a result of the multiplicity of their evil deeds to also become a throne for holiness and to repent. Then they too assist those who are serving God to construct buildings of holiness. Amen. May it be his will. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The Lost Princess The one in charge of the winds then said to the viceroy, You have been seeking the princess for such a long time, and you have expended so much effort. You may have difficulty because of a lack of money. I am therefore giving you a purse. Whenever you put your hand into it, you will find money there. The giant then issued an order that this wind carry the viceroy there. The storm wind came and carried him to that place, bringing him right to the gate. There were soldiers there who would not let him enter the city, but he put his hand into the purse and took some money. He was then able to bribe them and enter the city. The city was very beautiful. He went to a wealthy person and bought food from him. He would have to remain there a while since he would have to use his intelligence and wisdom to devise a plan to to free the princess. The Rebbe did not tell how he freed her, but in the end, he did free her. Restore my soul. Likute Moharan, 19. There are times when we experience God's strict justice. For example when we have some serious problem or grave misfortune, God forbid. Then is the time to be more steadfast than ever in escaping the snares of the evil inclination, for then it comes against us with full force. This is because the principal root of the evil inclination is in the divine aspect of justice. The Kutei Muharan 1, 72
20. Depression is a terrible scourge. It feeds the evil inclination. You should always take care to work on yourself to bring joy into your soul. There are many good ways of doing this, as will be explained later. Joy is the foundation of spiritual strength, as it is written, For delight in God, that is your strength. Nehemiah 8.10 Likutei Moharan 1, 72 21. The approach to God starts with rejection. When a man wants to draw closer to God, he usually experiences all manner of hardships, harsh experiences, and fierce obstacles. He starts believing that he has been rejected. But, in fact, everything is for his own good. The purpose is actually to bring him closer to God. It takes great strength and determination to stand up to this trial and not let yourself get pushed away by the hardships and obstacles and the sense of rejection. You should not make the mistake of thinking that everything is out to thwart you. You should realize that everything that comes on you is only for your good. It is to encourage you to draw on all the resources of strength that are within you so that you will be able to come ever closer to God. The entire purpose of this rejection is only to draw you closer. Lukutei Moharan 1, 72 Rebbe Nassim's Letters, Year 1 Letter number 7 With God's help, Monday, Vayishlach, 5584, Breslov Greetings to my son, Rebbe Yitzchak. may his light shine. I was very glad to receive your letter yesterday, but I was rather irritated, my dear son, at your complaining that I do not write more often. You know that I am not a man with spare time. I am extremely busy with all kinds of matters. This is particularly true now that, with God's help, we have started printing the prayers, the Lakute Tefilot. I think I already told you that I sent Reb Mendel to Minkovitz. Thank God, he returned safely last week and brought the missing letter plates. We should begin printing with God's help in the next day or so. So you can imagine how preoccupied I am with this on many accounts, not least of which is the lack of funds. Salvation is in God's hands. Given all this, you should know that I do not intend to write every two weeks like you do. I will make sure, though, with God's help, to write you once a month. I warn you, from now on, stop waiting every day to receive a letter from me and then being needlessly disappointed, God forbid. This is the work of the evil one, too, trying to distract you from your prayers and studies. It too often happens that young people become involved with this kind of dreaming and ruminating, and it has a very detrimental effect on their devotions. You wrote that you have nothing to encourage you but my letters. While it is fitting that you should value my letters and find them inspiring, you should be able, with God's help, to encourage yourself for a long time with each letter especially since you have all the Rebbe's books, too, which are overflowing with awe of heaven and the most amazing revelations of godliness. The Rebbe's books are for everyone, great and small, young and old. Study them over and over. Grow old and gray with them, for there is nothing better. Avot 5.25 You have some of my own novelle with God's help. You also have heard, with God's help, many of the Holy Rebbe's conversations from me and from many of our comrades. These are more precious than gold, so take heart and always be happy. Cling to my advice and don't weaken. Devote yourself tirelessly to your studies and concentrate hard when you pray, 
become accustomed to seclude yourself daily with God, as I have instructed you. I cannot continue right now because I am very busy. Peace and goodbye. The words of your father, with best wishes and love. The insignificant Nassan, son of my master and father, Naftali Hertz. May his light shine. Reb Nassan's Letters, Year 2 Letter number 236 With God's help, Wednesday, Vayakhel, Cherin, 5597 Greetings to my dear son, Reb Yitzchak. May he live. I received your letter today before morning prayers, and I was extremely pleased. The postman here is in a tremendous hurry, so I cannot write very much at all. Thank God I arrived here safely Monday night. On Tuesday there was a Brit Mila by the son of Reb Hirsch, son of Reb Ephraim, may his light shine, and I performed the mitzvah of chituch, cutting. As you know, it has been some time since I had the opportunity of this merit. Thank God I spent last Shabbat in Medvedevka, and thank God all is well. Everything that is happening with me, though, both overall and in each particular, is all in the category of he saw the place from afar. We see wondrous, awesome acts of salvation, and yet all that we hope for is still very far off indeed. We must thank God every day for the past and look closely at all the amazing kindnesses that he did for us when he let us know about the splendorous, sweet, and lovely pleasantness of the wonders of his holy Torah, and such deep, true advice. Then we must petition over the future and wait constantly for salvation. When I arrived here, I also received the good news that the wife of Reb Avraham Ber, may he live, gave birth to a daughter. May God allow them to raise her to chuppah, to good deeds, and to a long, good life. This is all in the category of from afar. Remember well what we have said about this. Put your mind to really understanding its meaning in order to strengthen yourself with it every day, that we should not sleep our lives away. For the guardian of Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps, and he will certainly finish what he has begun. He has finished and he will finish. For you, God, are always on high. I cannot continue. The words of your father, Nassan of Breslov. Greetings to all our comrades with a great love. All of the above was meant for you too. Fortify your hearts and be strong. Shemot Hatzadikim, B'nai Shimon, Nimuel, Yariv, Zerach, Shalom, Mivsam, Mishma, Chamuel, Zakur, Shimi, Mishovav, Yamlech, Yosha ben Amatzia, Yoel, Yehu ben Yoshivya ben Saraya ben Asiel, Elio Enai, Yaakova, Yishochaya, Asaya, Adiel, Yishimel, Benaya, Ziza ben Shifi ben Alon ben Yedaya ben Shimri, ben Shemaya, Philatia, Naaria, Raphaya, Uziel, Benei Yishi, Benei Reuven, Yoel, Shemaya, Gog, Shimi, Micha, Raaya, Baal, Be'era, Ye'el, Zechariahu, Bela ben Azaz ben Shema ben Yoel, Benei Gad, Yoel Harosh, Shafam Hamishne, Ya'anai, Shafat Babashan, Michael, Meshulam, Sheva, Yorai, Ya'akan, Zia, Ever, Avichael, 
Churi, Yerach, Gilad, Michael, Yeshishai, Yachdo, Buz, Achi, Avdiel, Guni, Efer, Yishi, Eliel, Azriel, Yirmia, Hodavia, Yachdiel, Bnei Aaron HaKohen, Avishua, Buki, Uzi, Zerachia, Merayot, Amaria, Achitov, Tzadok, Achimaatz, Azaria, Yohanan, Shalom, Chilkia, Seraya, Yehotzadak. Rib Nussan's Prayers 1, Prayer number 6. Help me follow the path of Teshuvah all my days. Who can say I have cleansed my heart and purified myself of sin? You know our hearts and how often we have mixed and impure motives for even the good that we do. Even when I am confessing my sins, I have improper thoughts and motives. I find it impossible to say even a single word sincerely and honestly. My sins are real enough, but I have a block against owning up to them. So please, help me keep going forward on the path of Teshuvah, and repent over my repentance, to make amends for the inadequacy of my earlier Teshuvah. This way, with your help, I will eventually be able to attain the highest level of Teshuvah. You will open my heart and mind to know your name, and I will then attain such a level of spiritual perception that I will understand that I have not even begun to repent as yet in a way that is commensurate with your awesome greatness and exaltedness. You will then help me repent genuinely over my earlier repentance. With each new and higher perception of your exaltedness, I will repent over the limitations of my earlier perceptions, and for having allowed material images to influence the way I conceive of you, detracting from the supreme exaltedness of your divinity. I will keep going forward on the path of teshuva every day of my life, until the day when you will finally take my soul and bring me to the world to come, the day that is entirely Shabbat, entirely Teshuvah. Help me slaughter my evil urge, and thereby give you honor in two worlds, this world and the world to come. As it is written, the one who slaughters the evil urge and offers the thanksgiving offering will give me honor. Help me run away from honor. Let me minimize my own importance while doing everything I can to enhance the glory of God. Grant me a share in your great glory, and lovingly bring me to experience the glory of God and attain holy glory for your sake alone. Let me never make use of your glory for my own personal advantage, but only for the sake of your name and in your service. And let no one feel the need to raise questions about my reputation and honor. Hashem, help me be firm, strong, and determined in your service at all times. Don't let me ever fall away, God forbid. Don't throw me down from before you, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Bring me to be one of those who is always coming in and going out of the palace of the King, constantly striving to achieve ever greater intimacy. Teach me how to run forward to new spiritual heights and then return and integrate the perceptions and insights I have gained into my life as a whole. Help me develop the skills I need during all the different phases of my spiritual life, both when I am making progress 
end when I find myself regressing. Let me be expert at running forward and expert at returning, expert when coming in and expert when going out. Let me be able to find you everywhere, whether I go up or down, as it is written, if I ascend to heaven, there you are. If I go down to hell, you are here. Let me constantly reach out for connection with you, so that I will be able to say, I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine. Please, Hashem, have compassion on me and remember me for good. Don't abandon me, and do not leave me to sink and become trapped in the lowly, degraded situations I have been caught in until now. Don't forsake me, Hashem, my God, and don't keep far from me. Don't let me be swallowed up in the depths, and don't let the pit shut its mouth over me. Be kind to me and lift me out of the dust. Help me rise from my degraded state. Be with me, just as you promised you would be with Jacob. I will go down with you to Egypt, and I will surely bring you up. It is true that I have fallen, but I ask you to let my fall be a preparation for a great ascent. Have pity on me. Send me your help and take hold of me with your loving hand of mercy. Support me tenderly and lovingly, and always be with me. Give me the strength and good sense to hold on to you at all times, and never ever let me fall. It is written, Even if he falls, he will not be cast aside, because Hashem is supporting him by the hand. Fulfill this in me. Grant me spiritual freedom very soon. From today on, release me from the vicious cycle of backsliding and failure I have been caught in so far. Help me overcome the sense of distance from you that I have had until now. You lift the poor out of the dust and the needy from the scrap heap. I am poor and needy. Take pity on me. Be kind to me and lift me up. My hands are raised to you. From the ends of the earth I call to you. My heart is fainting. Bring me up to a rock which is too high for me. Master of the universe. Master of the universe, my Father in heaven. Take pity on me, and drive away all those who are persecuting me and pushing me down. Call a halt to my troubles. Say, so far and no further. From now on, help me, and start to lift me up level by level, quickly and easily. Turn all my spiritual failures into successes. If my relationship with you until now has been one of distance and alienation, let it be transformed from now on into one of closeness and intimacy. In your compassion, you have made a start in drawing us close to you. Through the true tzaddikim you have sent us in each generation, you have begun to shine the light of your holiness and love upon us. Hashem, it would not be fitting for you to abandon us now. You began showing us your greatness and goodness when you gave us your holy Torah through Moses, your faithful prophet. In each generation you have lovingly sent us all the tzaddikim who have transmitted the Torah to us, from Moses to Joshua, from Joshua to the elders, and from them to the subsequent elders and tzaddikim in every generation, until the chain of Torah tradition has now reached us. Your love for us has still not ceased to flow. I awaken, and I am still with you. Just as you have always helped us until now, Stir up your compassion yet again, and help me fulfill the entire Torah in love. Take pity on me, and help me remain attached to you and to the true tzaddikim forever, 
both in this world and the world to come.